Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Jay North, the Northern Exposure Podcast, coming to you live from the corner office. Uh, What a weekend. What a weekend. Weekend is closing out. Um, I'm a big sports fan, so it was a great sports weekend, Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Right now, I want to get into a topic that I'm sure is fresh and hot on everybody's mind uh, from a global scale, and that is what the hell is going on with this new coronavirus. Um... So there's, they're approaching, what, 3,000 deaths on a global scale, um, and they're giving us all these basic protective measures um, against this new coronavirus. And I'm always intrigued by this stuff because I don't know if you guys remember, I'm the guy that states that I think the cold and flu season is a man-made time period of bullshit. That's right. I think it's bullshit. I think it's a moneymaker. I think it's made in a lab. I really do. Um, and I feel the same way about this coronavirus. This didn't come from somebody eating a fucking bat. Um, this was made in a laboratory, in my opinion. And, uh, it's disgusting. Um, it's like the flu on steroids. And there's some basic measures that you can take, um, to avoid getting this virus, um, which is still primarily in China. Um, just so you know. So, you know, there's a couple things that you could do. Um, and some of these seem very commonplace to me, um, but let's just get into the brass tacks of it all. If you show any symptoms of anything and you don't feel good, first and foremost, stay the fuck away from everybody. You're using a sick day that day, okay? You're using a sick day and you're taking your ass to the doctor. Um, people who pay attention and go get treatment, you should recover and you should be fine. Um... To give a comparison, I saw a report earlier uh, in the weekend. Uh, On average, the flu, the regular common flu that we all go get the flu shot for at the CVS or your doctors, that has a mortality rate of 0.76%. So I just want to put into perspective that the coronavirus is slightly more severe with a mortality rate that they're still trying to hash out somewhere between 1% and 2%. So even if you're on the most extreme scale, you still have a 98% chance to get treated and be just fine. So awareness is the key. If you're showing any flu-like symptoms, you know, get your ass to the doctor and stay away from people. You got to quarantine yourself. Um, It's interesting. And and the entire country of Japan has put itself on quarantine. The entire country. Work, school, everything is closed. Everything's closed. Businesses, everything. Um, So from a health standpoint, I'm hoping that takes care of the country of Japan. But what does that do to commerce? What does that do to the economy? What does that do to the education system? What is going to be the ripple effect of this coronavirus? Because again, I'm speaking as somebody 39 years old, okay? I've lived through bird flu. I've lived through the SARS do you, you want to get interesting, talk to some of your grandparents, some of the stuff that they've lived through. Um, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Um, miraculously. Which again, is why I think a lot of this shit is man-made. And then, oops, it got out! Um, but yeah, yeah. So we can come up with a new disease, and if we come up with a new disease, we can come up with a new drug to treat said new disease. So, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a conspiracy guy when it comes to that stuff. I think... Big Pharma, it's dirty. Um, I'm not saying they planted it, but I'm not saying they didn't. 
Um, that's just how I feel about that. I think it's very odd that the cold and flu gets a season, and then I think it's very odd that all of a sudden these diseases just pop up. Um, AIDS always comes to mind with me. Uh, human beings have been walking this planet for a very long time. Um, they had documentation back in the day of cases of gonorrhea and syphilis. They never had documentation of cases with AIDS. There is speculation that AIDS was planted. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount that. It very well could have been, because um, all of a sudden in the 1980s it's becomes a, a, an issue. It's just things that make you go hmm. So with the coronavirus, let's you know we can we can theorize on conspiracy all we want, but the the fact of the matter is it's here. It's here. The uh, scientific name for it is COVID-19. C-O-V-I-D hyphen 19. And there's some different things that you can do. Uh, preventative measures, if you will, to avoid from getting this. And some of them are pretty commonplace. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, for example, clean your hands with soap and water or an alcohol-based hand rub. Now, I will tell you this. There's nothing more effective than soap and water. There has been plenty of experiments on this um, as far as what kills the germs the best. You can hand sanitize all you want with that stuff. It's nice. It's convenient. It's there if you don't have a sink. But nothing beats soap and water. I recall a uh, experiment a middle school student was doing, or middle school teacher, I should say, was doing, and she shared on social media. They took a piece of bread, and uh, they did different things on the bread. They would have students touch the bread. So they had a student that washed their hands with soap and water, touch the bread, and then they'd put it in a controlled environment. They had a student that uh, used only hand sanitizer, touch the bread, and then they put that piece of bread in a controlled environment. And then they had another piece of bread touched by a student who went through the whole day without washing his hands. And you can actually see the germification on the bread, okay, based on what the individuals did to clean their hands. So it almost would look like a disgusting mold spot. So the soap and water, a couple weeks down the road or a week down the road, whatever the time frame was on it, very little evidence of any germ exposure. The uh, hand-based hand sanitizer showed a significant amount of evidence of germ exposure versus soap and water student. And then, of course, the student that didn't wash uh, their hands throughout the day, touched the bread, and put it in the controlled, uh, controlled environment. That piece of bread looked like cancer wood. That was disgusting. That whole piece of bread looked like shit. Um, so a basic test in a middle school for cleanliness and hand sanitizing, uh, interesting experiment, sort of proves soap and water works better for these things. Um, you know, another one, cover your nose and mouth when you're coughing and sneezing with a tissue or your flexed elbow. I never sneeze or cough into my hands. That should go into your damn elbow if you don't have a Kleenex. You know, another one, avoid close contact with anyone with cold or flu-like symptoms. That makes a lot of sense to me. But then thoroughly cook your meat and your eggs. Where the fuck did that come from? Don't we do that all the time anyway? And then it says to avoid unprotected contact with live animals. Interesting. Um, to me, to me, those are thrown in there to give you the impression that this thing possibly came from people eating bat soup in Wuhan. I'm not, I don't know if I'm buying into the bat soup thing, guys. I think I made that pretty clear in the beginning. Um, but thoroughly cook your meat and eggs. I mean, I've been doing that my entire life. And uh, unprotected contact with live animals. Um, that one 
that's interesting. Like, how do you know an animal is sick? Um, but apparently animals can contract this too. So pay attention to your pups, your cats, whatever the case may be. And uh, now is probably a better time more than ever to become an introvert if you're not already one. So that's my two cents on the coronavirus, guys. I think if we take the proper precautions as human beings, keep your freaking hygiene good. You're not feeling well. Go see the doctor. And that's coming from a guy. Guys, no, no, I pull no punches. I hate going to the doctor. My wife will tell you um, it's one of those things. I just hate going. Um, but if I showed any symptoms of a flu or a massive cold or if I was breaking out in fevers, uh, I would certainly be taking my happy ass to the doctor to make sure that this uh, this doesn't turn into something more significant. Uh, with a 1% to 2% mortality rate, that tells me you have a 98% chance to be successful. You have a 98% chance that there's no reason you should, you should pass away from this. Um, but we got to be vigilant. We got to pay attention to it. And, you know, and I think in a few weeks we could be out of the woods and uh, really start combating this thing. So that's my two cents on the coronavirus. Be careful out there. Obviously, if you're in a more uh, heavily populated area, you got to be a little more mindful of where you're going, what you're doing. Uh, wash your hands, guys. Wash your hands. Don't, I mean, it sounds stupid to say it to adults. Don't put your freaking fingers in your mouth. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But you know, just just mind your P's and Q's. You go out somewhere in public, you know, you might want to throw that sanitizer in there. I know we say soap and water is better, but you, it's better to have something than nothing. Um, so be careful out there. Pay attention. Be aware of your surroundings. And uh, yeah, just thoroughly wash your hands. Protect yourself. And uh, let's get through this with no more deaths um, and no more countries getting affected by this awful virus um, that, of course, has to rear its ugly head. And it's been around for a couple months now. I think, what, about December it came out. Um, but as I say, I've lived through SARS, the SARS epidemic. I've lived through the bird flu, um, everything else that comes out once in a while that's super nasty, super funky. So just pay attention and be careful out there. Going to take a quick break. Going to get right back into it with a couple cool kick-ass things that happened over this weekend. And I'm intrigued and excited by the new uh, look of the NBA uh, the Pelicans-Lakers game that just ended has really excited the shit out of me. I told you I thought the NBA was really good again, and last night proved that point, at least in my opinion. Thanks for listening. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. So, of course, we kick off today's episode with a uh, little segment on the coronavirus. Uh, two parts to educate a little bit, at least some of the research that I have found on the coronavirus, because again, it's everywhere. It's on the news, it's on the social media. Some people are panicking about it. So I just want to share with you guys, give you some real numbers, at least data that's here right now, um, and just kind of educate a little bit. I mean, I don't even like to use the word educate. I mean, hygiene should be commonplace, but be aware, that's all. And uh, as I was saying, uh, let's get into a little more of a happier time now. We'll talk about sports. And uh, as I was saying, it was a kick-ass weekend um, for us, just shutting down from watching the Lakers versus the Pelicans. Uh, and what a way to conclude the weekend for me. Um, I got to watch that game pretty much uninterrupted on the couch. Family turned in early. Uh, and holy cow, uh, what an enjoyable game. And it's significant on a couple different levels. You got LeBron James at 35 years old, 
uh, looking like he is clearly the MVP candidate of the league. LeBron had his uh, 13th triple-double of the season uh, last night, which ties him with a young stud from my favorite team, Dallas Luka Doncic, uh, who both have 13 triple-doubles on the season right now. Uh, LeBron was stuffing stats ridiculously. Um, pulling up the box score right now, he had 34 points, 12 rebounds, 13 assists. He did it in 36 minutes. Um, unfortunately, there was no Anthony Davis on the floor for the Lakers last night. But the Pelicans, all right, they're the ninth seed in the West. Lakers are the number one seed in the West. I believe they have a five-game lead on the Clippers and the Nuggets. So barring a significant decline, the Lakers with about 24, 25 games left on the season. They really do control their own fate. They should secure that number one seed in the West. But a lot of people are noticing now that the Pelicans are making a run, and they have started to make that run since uh, Mount Zion has come back. So Zion Williamson, the uh, sensational rookie out of Duke, all of, uh, what, 19 years old, uh, what a game for Zion, 35.7 rebounds, did it in 33 minutes. Um, he is, he's a man baby. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe Mount Z- uh, Zion. I, I like to call him Mount Zion. I don't know if anybody's given him a cool nickname yet, but Mount Zion is pretty good. Um, I don't want to call him Baby Shaq because he's, he's, he's his own man. So Mount Zion, that's what I'm calling him. And he played fantastic. Um, I think in regular situations, if Zion Williamson was on the floor all season, he is clear, head and shoulders, the rookie of the year. Uh, that will not happen. It should be uh, Ja Morant. Um, he's been there the whole season. He's playing phenomenal as well. There's a lot of good young talent in the NBA, which I think has contributed to some of that parity, which is making this league a lot of fun to watch again. So New Orleans, they came up short last night, 122 to 114. Uh, but what a game. Uh, Zion Williamson goes down. He posterizes somebody with a nasty dunk. And then that very next possession, LeBron takes it out. He barely gets over half court. I mean, he and he pulls up and hits a three. Like, he shot that shit from a bar on Bourbon Street. Like, holy cow. And it was just back and forth the whole game, real fast-paced. Let's give some credit to Lonzo Ball. Young man's playing good. He had 19, 9, and 9. He almost had a triple-double. Uh, you don't get any distractions from his father anymore because he's in a smaller market in New Orleans. Um, so his I don't know what happened to his father or where he went, but... Uh, we're finally getting to see Lonzo Ball just play basketball without the distraction of his father um, trying to be his uh, his megaphone. So Lonzo, if you can get past what his father was doing, and I said this before when he was a rookie, and obviously I didn't have a podcast at the time, but I thought Lonzo Ball was a pretty solid basketball player if his father would simply shut the fuck up. And finally he did. He had to move out of L.A., but because Lonzo used to be a Laker, he used to play with LeBron, uh, but... What a game. The NBA back on fire. Uh, Sunday night basketball. ESPN had to be freaking drooling. I know Scott Van Pelt afterwards couldn't wait to talk about this game. Uh, You got Zion Williamson versus LeBron. We finally saw it. They actually played against each other twice uh, this week because the Pelicans were in Los Angeles on Tuesday. Um, Just awesome. I think the Pelicans can slip into that eighth spot, possibly seven. It's close enough to make a case. Um... They got some work to do, but man, 
that could be a good series if they can slip in there, the Pelicans take that eighth seed, assuming the Lakers hold on to number one, and then there you go. There you go. So very interesting. The league is on fire. Uh, kudos to the NBA. They got it's, it's fun to watch again, guys. It's fun to watch again. I have paid very little attention to college basketball, and that could be because my uh, Syracuse Orange men just it's it's a struggle season. Um, but they're putting a, a new roof on the Carrier Dome, so that's exciting. Um, and of course, I I'm in that area for my my regular career job all the time. I drive past the the, the dome. Uh, I'm a Syracuse guy when it comes to hoops and college lacrosse. Uh, speaking of lacrosse, the NLL, Rochester Nighthawks, uh, no no secret here. I'm a season ticket holder. They finally got a nice win uh, Saturday night against the New York Riptide. It was military appreciation night, and uh, I always tip my hat to these franchises that do this. Um, tip my hat to the New York Riptide, too very respectful. Uh, they did something really cool where they had a staff sergeant actually repel from the rafters down the center field with the game ball. And it was just really nice and refreshing to see because my season tickets are actually up and behind the visitor's bench. And uh, it was actually nice to see the Riptide players standing, applauding the veterans. Um, just an awesome scene. Great job. And then, of course, being a team from New York City, anybody that's gone to New York City, especially if you go during Fleet Week, uh, New York City has a ton of military people uh, walking around. So it was a cool scene uh, in the National Lacrosse League. I just love how fan-friendly the league is, and uh, they're doing a great job. It's one of the fastest-growing sports uh, on the planet right now. The NLL, the National Lacrosse League, a variety of franchises. The league is expanding. The Nighthawks technically are in their 26th season, uh, even though the previous regime upped and moved to Halifax and left us to start all over again this year. Truthfully, I uh, I really, I really, really like the, the team. I like the jerseys. I like the colors. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here with the Nighthawks. And a big shout out to Rylan Hartley. I know I put something up on Facebook. Young man got his first win as an NLL goaltender and the first of many, I think. Um, so that's a fun sport to check out. And then lastly, since we're talking about sports, the XFL, I know some people have been intrigued by that. It does seem that the curiosity spike is starting to dip a little bit. Um, attendance was down 11,000 people overall this week versus last week. Um, I didn't get a chance to pull the television ratings yet, um, but I understand they went down a little bit as well. The intriguing thing to me is I'm trying to follow the uh, New York Guardians, and it was somewhere in week two that the New York Guardians were crushing all the other New York teams as far as television viewership goes. Um, but I have my reasons for that. You know, who is really doing phenomenal right now? It's not the Knicks. Um, you know, you got the Rangers. They're struggling a little bit. So it's interesting. So, you know, you have some disengaged fans due to poor performance on the other side of things. XFL comes out, tries to scratch that itch for football beyond the football season. There's definitely going to be some curiosity. I'm guilty of it as well. Been checking it out. Um, Quality-wise, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, there's a cool fan experience there. And I do sincerely hope uh, that the league does make it. I mean, if you watch a St. Louis game right now, the Battlehawks in St. Louis, like 
that's a lit up place. Those fans are excited to have a team. Um, and for their sake, I really hope things stick around because St. Louis has been screwed on a football team a couple times now. Uh, had the Cardinals back in the day, then they got the Rams again, and the Rams were actually pretty damn good. Greatest show on turf and all that good stuff. And then the Rams upped and left and moved back to Los Angeles because, you know, California needed another team, the Fungul. Um, but yeah. So that that was my rant. It was a great sports weekend, uh, and then we are wrestling fans. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. And the AEW uh, had their first ever pay per view revolution, and uh, Chris Jericho uh, lost his AEW uh, title to John Moxley. Um, and if you if you check out AEW and you take a peek at John Moxley and you're a WWE person, you might recognize him as the artist formerly known as Dean Ambrose. Um, I want to say this in conclusion, because uh, I'll be going to the AEW event here in Rochester on March 18th, be bringing my kids, and uh, there's been a lot of haters on Twitter regarding the AEW, and this one guy was bashing the fact that it's uh, a lot of former WWE people, and the one thing you need to understand, a couple things, first of all, I grew up in you know the WWF, WCW, Monday Night Wars era. Uh, the WWE needs a little freaking competition. Number one, it's been too long. Number two, don't sit here and knock on the AEW for having a bunch of former WWE talent. You need to remember Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, they decided to leave on their own. They brought Jim Ross in, good old JR, doing the announcing with Taz. These former WWE people left on their own accord. They didn't leave because WWE kicked them out, threw them to the curb. None of that. Um, so don't be a hater. Check out the AEW. Great storyline if you're still into the sports entertainment. And uh, I've gotten back into it because I've got kids. But the athletic prowess of these these wrestlers now, I mean, I don't think the Ultimate Warrior could exist today. Oh, that some if there's wrestling fans listening, I just struck a chord. I know I did. But I really don't think a Ultimate Warrior could exist today. Um... You better have more than two, three moves in your bag, and nobody's going to be excited by just the fact that you act like a spaz. Like, you have to bring it. Um, you want to see something cool, go look up Revolution uh, from this past Saturday highlights. There's a gentleman uh, wrestler by the name of Orange Cassidy, uh, a.k.a. Freshly Squeezed. He fought a match <laughs> at Revolution on Saturday, and his, his big gimmick is, is he doesn't really try. He's one of those guys, he's jaded, he doesn't try, he's too cool for school. He was wrestling for a couple minutes with both of his hands firmly planted in his pockets, and he actually reversed moves with his hands in his fucking pockets. Like, guys, it was cool. It was entertaining. Like, the, crazy. He did a Superman punch with his hands in his pockets. So he just punched him with his shoulder. Um, he wound up losing the match, but that's his gimmick. Like, I don't try that hard. I'm too cool for this. You know that. And uh, he's pretty popular. Definitely some interesting storylines. Orange Cassidy, freshly squeezed. Um, good stuff. Check out the highlights. It's, uh, it's, an interesting, uh, it's an interesting brand of wrestling. It's actually really, really good. I thought the storylines were awesome. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to checking it out live in person right here at Rochester, New York, Blue Cross Arena uh, on March 18th. So that's going to be a good time. My daughter is excited. Um, the only thing that stinks is we cannot get close enough to get our noses booped by Chris Statlander. So we have become intrigued by Chris Statlander. Um, she is an alien. That's what, that's what her gimmick is. She is an alien. She crash-landed uh, from a comet. 
and she she's a little she's a little out there. She gives nose boobs, and uh, yeah, so check that shit out. But yeah, it was a it was a great weekend. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast episode previous to this one about the power of positivity. Um, just having that good vibe and that good attitude, and I'm happy to report that I was able to carry that attitude all the way through the month of February, and I absolutely beat the shit out of it. So March. In the words of Bill Goldberg, you're next. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope everybody has an awesome week coming up. March 17th, once again, we're going to get into a little more of a serious topic. I'll be joined by Aaron Nicole uh, from the Move Happy Movement, and we are going to be discussing uh, mental health, mental health awareness, and everything else that her and her organizations, her podcast, everything that she is doing, what she's bringing to the table, and what the future looks like. Once again, y'all, thank you so much for listening. Be blessed. Big shout out to all our business partners, and we'll get with you the next time. Be good. What's good, Exposed Ones? Just a quick edit from this episode, a little slip of the tongue. My sit-down with Aaron Nicole is this Saturday, March 7th. I mistakenly said March 17th. I don't even think that makes sense. It's this Saturday, March 7th, with Aaron Nicole from the Move Happy Movement. Thanks, y'all.